Good afternoon, WBCP listeners. Welcome to the Ball State Chat. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. I work in the public relations office here at Ball State. The Ball State Chat is a weekly talk show that takes you inside the college to let you know what's happening both in our academic programs and also our activities and public events. As always, we're joined uh, by our student co-host for the show. This week, we have Chloe Duvall. Chloe, how much nicer is it walking around campus with this weather? It's so nice. Fall is my favorite time of the year, so I'm very happy. I'm kind of dreading the really freezing cold weather, Um, but fall is amazing. I've been wearing sweaters, which I haven't been able to wear in a very long time. And And you're you're a Taylor Swift fan, so you love your sweaters. Oh, yes. I love my cardigans. I just bought a cardigan, and I feel very folklore. Yes, it seems to me a little bit warm still for that, but... Oh, it is, but I keep telling myself if I wear sweaters, I'm going to manifest it. it. (laughs) (laughs) See, I saw a video about that recently, about someone who was so excited about fall in the South, and she was dressing up in her sweaters and everything, and she went outside, and then she was sweating bullets because it was 85 degrees. (laughs) That was me yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. But it is uh, is nice to see, especially to have students back on campus again, Um, you know, to have them back in uh, in classes is exciting, and a certain joy with being on a college campus when classes are in session. Um, if you walk across the Vol State campus, you can see uh, the, the diversity in our students, younger and older and different haircuts and clothes, all races and backgrounds. Um, and then, of course, we have some of the classic college groups. Um, so I'm assuming, Chloe, that you hang out with the music nerds? <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Yes. My best friend is what you would call a music nerd. She's a music business major, too. And I like to hang out in the piano practice rooms. So I meet a lot of people in there who hear me playing, and they're like, oh, like, what kind of music do you listen to? And it just kind of starts a conversation um yes I feel like if you listen to music I'm automatically going to want to be your friend like just today I heard this guy singing on the way to class and I stopped and I was like we've got to be friends because this is my group (laughs) yeah those are your folks yes and that's what I think people don't may not realize about a community college is um that we have all those those exciting things happening here on campus you know you get your music students hanging out together theater department students hanging out together criminal justice students hanging out together um we got our art students over there in SRB that hang out together. Um, so there's a lot to do, uh, whether it be the debate club, student government, um, but you really have to seek it out here at a community college, right? It's not like a university when you're in dorms. We've talked about this before. Chloe, you really oh, yeah. have to seek it out. Yeah, for sure. I think it's different because you, you can never make free friends. Like you have to work and you have to get out and you have to talk to people. And college is a great place to experiment with stuff like that. I think there are no classes that teach you how to talk to people or how to make friends. So you just kind of have to figure it out on your own. And college is a great place to do that. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that is wonderful having students back on campus again, because that interaction um, between people and uh, things you learn from other folks is is a big, big part of the college experience. So um, while we love online classes, that is a, a major benefit of having students back on campus. So uh, we're very excited to have students back. Well, let's start off things this week with a closer look at opportunities in our math and science programs. We're joined by Shane Talbot, the Dean of Math and Science, and also Ellen Dayhuff, who teaches math here at Ball State. So Dean, as you well know, math and science is the foundation for so many different careers these days. We often talk about STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. And those are some really important job fields these days, aren't they? They really are, Eric. And what we teach over in science and math really lays the foundation for the careers like nursing and things in health sciences, as well as preparing students to go off get a bachelor's degree in chemistry, biology, or physics, and do some grand research once they're out in the world. Because if it wasn't for research, we wouldn't have the vaccine that we have to help combat COVID and all the other vaccines that that help us fight all of the diseases that we have seen. 
Yeah, and really the job opportunities these days, you talk about biotech, um, it's huge job opportunities. We just had an announcement Ford is going to build a massive uh, electric vehicle plant in uh, West Tennessee, uh, 5,000 some jobs. And not all of that is manufacturing. There's a lot of people, that, engineers will be needed there. Uh, a lot of folks will be needed um, to help with that. And so um, STEM is really critical to the American infrastructure, isn't it? It truly is very foundational, really. Well, literally and figuratively. And that's where the math part of STEM comes in and the engineering part of STEM comes in. And then understanding all of those concepts helps us build our bridges, build our roads, you know, creates wonderful jobs for our students. Yeah, I don't think people realize how much math and science um, impacts so many different job fields. You know, I think that uh, we also have great labs and teaching facilities here. Now, the Wharf Building here on the Gallatin campus just underwent a re- uh, renovation here about three years ago. And um, and so labs are an important part, having a microbiology lab and a chemistry labs. And, uh, and all of that's pretty important for what we do, huh? Uh, that is very important. I was a chem major in college, and I wouldn't have learned my career if it hadn't been for the laboratories that I used here on our campus. I'm going to brag on our microbiology lab for just a minute. It really teaches students how to be um, sanitary when they go into the lab. They even have the sinks that doctors and nurses use in in, uh, in operating rooms to wash their hands and be very sterile when they walk into the laboratory. They can't even bring their own books and bags into the laboratory. It's so uh, sanitary to, for those students to work and to work together. Yeah, we really want to teach them how to uh, work in a lab and how to do a business in a lab. It's, uh, it's an important thing. Well, aside from the sciences, of course, math is uh, very foundational. And Ellen, a lot of people may not realize that math is the language for many of these careers. It's not just something that you have to learn. That's what happens in secondary school. But here, it's, it's a language that you learn in order to be able to do so many different things. Eric, you're correct. I think we think of English and Spanish uh, and other foreign languages, but math really could be put right there in in with it. Um, You know, I found that some of my easiest students to teach are students that don't speak English because they can kind of interpret it uh, like another language. Well, that's interesting, yeah. Uh, Foundationally speaking, when students come back to Ball State, we have a lot of courses to help them fill in any holes that they have in their foundation, as well as we have a really good learning commons lab that helps students when they need a little assistance. Yeah, because math is one of those one of those things that tends to scare people. But uh, we have some exciting stories. I mean, uh, I remember talking to Ed Lowe, um, and he recommended a student uh, by the name of Cedric Short, who uh, came in not really liking math very much. And he has ended up with a PhD at Vanderbilt and is an engineer. And um, we've got some stories like that that are real successes of people using math because physicists use math. We use math to explore the universe with astronomy. We use math to figure out the inner workings of our natural world. Math is kind of uh, the, the key to, to all of this, correct? It really is. Um, if you're thinking about students who are coming back to our campus, um, Sometimes they'll say they're they're scared of math or they're concerned of math, but I really think in the end what we find is a lot of them have some foundational holes. Mm-hmm. And so once we're able to actually get them in here and uh, let them see how warm and loving the environment is here, we're able to work with them to fill in those foundational holes. And then they're really able to build strong upon that to get into the careers they want, whether it be nursing or engineering. That I don't think it's fear sometimes. It's just maybe at some key point they just weren't there when a key idea was taught. 
And so I think when we can fill in those holes, we're able to really to bring them up to where they want to go and help them achieve their goals. Yeah. And, and with Reconnect students, so with people coming back after many years away, I have to say I, I, it was fear with me because I was uh, trying to get my GREs to be able to get a master's degree. And I had to do a math component with that. And I went to test at uh, what was then New Skills, which was Learning Commons. And I tested at a seventh grade level for math. And I just had realized how much I had forgotten. But it's interesting because once you dive back into it, it all comes back so quickly. And so you guys have a lot of different ways of being able to teach math now so that people don't have to go and just keep relearning what they already knew, but to, to, to be able to pick up and fill in in those holes and, and carry on from there. Is that correct? That's correct. We really uh, rely heavily on our Learning Commons uh, workers and staff members to help people. Like when you said you were coming back and taking tests, they can come and study for free with the assist of our tutors to help them test higher. And when we actually do get a, a true placement test of what, where their skills are, they have the opportunity if they should need to take, like let's say two math classes at once, we have the Tennessee Reconnect funding, which will let them take just those two classes in a given semester as a part-time student while still having a heavy workload. Yeah, yeah, it's a chance to be able to get caught up and get back into it, and it's never as scary as it seems once you get back into it. And truly, the uh, the programs we have, so we've got tutors over in the Learning Commons, we've got uh, video computer programs that can kind of help you go through certain subjects to be able to get caught up on things, and um, there's a lot of different ways that we approach um, teaching math these days, correct? Even more, now that we've adventured into COVID. Um, yeah, you guys was, have had to figure out all sorts of new stuff to Yes, do. we have lots of opportunities for our students that maybe we didn't have. And so, you know, in a positive spin, this has been good. We see a lot more opportunities for our Zoom classes. The advantage of them really being that you can reach out to your professor right then, live and in person, without having to email or go to the lab and get immediate assistance. And I think that's a really efficient way for students who don't have maybe the, the time to travel to campus or even the desire. Um, our adult students have been very successful with that, as well as I've seen an increased success rate uh, with some adult students in our online classes. Very good. So this is a question for either of you, whoever has an answer to this. What's some advice that you would give to students who are interested in STEM? I would say pay attention in math, seriously, because no matter what field that you go into in science, technology, engineering, you have to have a foundation in math. Uh, Eric said it earlier, you know, math is, is the basis of it all. And there are times that I'm driving on a bridge and I think to myself, ooh, I hope that engineer paid it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a good one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Math and bridges are very important, as we learned in Memphis when a bridge was shut down. And, and it may just be a bolt, but what happens is then there has to be all sorts of math and really a lot of computer programs that they use these days applied to determine how dangerous that uh, bolt problem is. So, uh, yes, we, we really love math. We love our engineers. <laughs> mechanical and, uh, and electrical engineers. We love them. Uh, well, very good. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, something else in our math and science division, and that's called mechatronics. You may have not heard of that before, but trust me, it's used all over, and it's uh, really critical for our modern economy. And so we'll be back with that in just a moment. You're listening to the Ball State Chat here on Ball State Radio, WBCP-FM. 